Now she is, Captain. Isn't she a beauty? Yes, she is, Mr. Scott. Is she ready to go? Aisa. She's ready to go to the stars. This is the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. It's mission to seek out new ideas, find new games, and to boldly bring the awesome to your game. Mr. Scott, Warp 9. I Captain. And now, our host. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Pixie. Welcome to the TriTac Games Podcast. Your podcast of finding yourself on a strange, unknown world and realizing that everybody who actually knows what's going on are all less than three foot tall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm I'm four foot I'm four foot something. Yes. Not yes. <laughs> oh. Hello, folks. Welcome to the TriTech Games Podcast. This week we are continuing uh, and hopefully finishing up uh, our adventure in Pokey World. This is a actual play adventure uh, where we are all the hosts are playing characters, and uh, Josie, our uh, um, uh, our other host, our newest host, uh, is our GM in the fantastic world of of uh, the Pokey characters. Pokey, we just call it Pokey. Um, yeah, Pokemon characters, uh, and uh, we are. Uh, I'll let you uh, summarize where we are, Josie. All right. When last we left our little trio, our trepid band of heroes. Yeah. Yeah. They had just found a glowing portal. And um, where was this portal based it, on? This portal is uh, the, on an island they were sent to investigate. Die, Zero uh, Island. It's called Zero Island due to its shape. And as they're looking at the portal, as having followed tonal tracks in this direction, they're getting roared at. That is where we are now. Yeah, um, Professor Rowan, for those of you familiar with Pokemon lore, who is an actual canon character, got the group together and sent them to the Mystery Continent to explore what's there. And due to satellite pictures, yes, we see Totodile, we see all other sorts of Pokemon that are there. And even some that are not currently known yes, and cataloged. totally new ones. So our resident Pokemon trainer, Jeremy... You know, that, that, yeah, that's his department. And then, of course, we have Professor Hieronymus Michaels, known as Harry, who is sort of a polymath scientist. And he has a pet Pokemon of his own, a Magnemite. And then, of course, the third member of our trio is... This is Pastor Gill. Uh, I am a uh, learned, uh, well, social worker, minister, uh, used to handling 
rambunctious youngsters and uh, other types of creatures. But I've also had a hand uh, in the military, and they had me along because they thought that maybe I might come in use. All right. Um, as now, I said, I have a Magnemite, and John, what three Pokemon do you have? I have uh, my my uh, main Pokemon, Geodude, a Bulbasaur, and a Pidgey. The uh, Bulbasaur and Pidgey are are back at the uh, at the uh, tra- at the suborbital air sh- aircraft the landing site. Yeah, the LZ. Yeah, with, yeah. with, with Skylar busy doing uh, Skyla. 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 Skyla doing uh, Skylar's different character. Skyla doing uh, patrol, busy keeping the site secure. Well, we're I was gonna say Skylar. Skylar's from Goodwill Hunting. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking Skylar from Heroes. Okay, yeah. We don't want to meet him. For those of you following along, though I do call this area the Mystery Continent, and you've probably looked it up on Bulbapedia by now anyway, it is not the one that appears on the Bulbapedia page. That one is from a different Mystery Dungeon game. The area, as I've explained before, comes from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky. It is called the Mystery Continent in game due to the fact that no one really knows what's there. Okay, this is something you just found out recently, so this is like an addendum to so far. It's just, I told you I was going to do the clarification. Yeah, it's a clarification. She right. just found out about it. It's, what, yeah, a couple I days just ago. found yeah. out about, about it last time when you were trying to look for Mystery Continent. Uh, okay. Um, also, for those of you following along on the OGL Pathfinder bent, as far as game rules go, we're using two different rules. And these are house rules I've used for a long time, and Pixie and I have talked about it. One, armor is damage reduction. Armor does not make you harder to hit. It makes you harder to take damage. Therefore, like a plus four armor value vest would be damage reduction four slash none. Also, we have the massive damage threshold rule from D20 Modern. If you take in one attack, your damage that is equal or above your con score. You must roll a DC 15 fortitude save where you drop to negative one hit points or are unconscious. Uh, for every five points over your massive damage threshold, that's a plus one to the DC. So if you have a 15 con, you take 20 points. DC 16 fort save where you drop like a rock. So those are the two rules that we're using that you're following along. You're going, well, why'd that one hit drop them? That's why. It's It's... Adds a wee bit more verisimilitude to the game, and you're going to notice I use that term a lot. But yes. It's one of his favorite words. Well, I, 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 Josie and I talked about this, and it's like, yeah, the Pokemon universe, it's a cartoon, it's kit. This is combat. There is this a chance is, that... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you are familiar with the anime or the games, you will note that they are very kid-friendly. This world is not. Yeah. <laughs> there will Some be no hyperdimensional mallets. Yeah. Depending <laughs> on who you are, I partially adapted this world's rules based on something that's called the Nuzlocke Challenge. Why won't explain it? It basically is a most it's a self-imposed challenge run of a Pokemon game. Usually the main series, although spin-off series have been done. And you 
when your Pokemon is defeated in a battle or through poison or whatnot, status effects, you treat it as if the Pokemon has died and you cannot use it for the rest of the game. Okay, alright. It makes the game harder, but I adapted that challenge to bring that element into this world. Well, the Pokemaster D20 class, when the Pokemon are in, in the Pokeball, they heal very quickly. I read up the rule, and John right. also has the rule in front of him. So, but there's... There is a chance Pokemon can die. So. Yes. And there are specific places in the world to properly take care of that. Okay. Alright. Uh, so, we did leave off that Gil, Harry, Jeremy, with his Geodude, were following Toradile tracks, and they came up on a rock formation... Now, to the left of that formation and past it is the glowing aforementioned to portal. the east side of the formation, because they're facing, they're facing south. Yeah. To the east side of the formation is the glowing portal. The tracks continue around the west side of the formation. Yes. And the and roars... Heard, excuse me? The roar is coming from the uh, west side? Yeah, to the their The roar is coming from, their from right. that direction. Yeah, from their right. So should we just jump right into it? Well, yeah, I mean, you well, see the, the tracks yeah. go that way. The Problem tracks is, go that way. Problem is, there's a roar coming from that direction. Um, Professor H, what are you going to do? What do you think? Do you think that perhaps this creature we're hearing came from that strange, uh, that strange disc? Uh, thing we're seeing over there? I hope not. <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't been able to identify these tracks yet, right? Oh, no. uh, we did I mean, identify they're... them as Totodile tracks. But are they normal-sized Totodile tracks? That's Totodile tracks. It comes oh. up on the Pokedex. Okay, well. Knowledge Arcana check for Jeremy to see if he can recognize what type of roar that might be. Okay, yeah. Yep. Jeremy, knowledge arcana. Okay, and that's a D20, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. And you have a bonus of plus seven to it. And a plus, you get a plus two for the Pokédex. So that's a plus. So you have a plus nine altogether. All right. So that's 19. You recognize the roar. Ooh. That is not a totodile. It is the battle cry of a croconaw. Croconaw. Ooh. And now he goes dig digging into the uh, <laughs> into the into the into the Pokédex for real. Yeah. Are, is are you going to tell anybody about this? Uh, the... I'll go. I'll say that's a croconaw. What's a okay? So what's a croconaw? Is it's not a totodile? No, I'm then I'm no. looking it up. Okay, is that spelled with a K? No. C. C R O C O N A W. N A W. Yeah, I don't have Arcana, so Found I'm em. not so much a Pokemon expert. That's all you. <laughs> okay, so does it sound like a does, does it sound like a big one or a small one? Um, as you're looking through the Pokedex for it, because mm -hmm. it is the next form up 
from the Toto Ooh. is the evolution of Totodile. So level 18 and above. Okay. Yeah. So are you saying that this thing has just evolved as we were as we were following it? Could be. It sounds like it's like it's sounds like it's rage attack possibly Or I'm thinking or it may be there along with any totodiles that are there. Well, well I've heard that a lot of Pokémon uh evolve right after they've had a combat. So maybe that's where there's something else is going on, and we're like walking into the middle of some confrontation between it and something else. Well, it's a water, it's a water-based Pokemon, so that's thing to know about. What difference does that make? Uh, its attacks will be mostly water-based at that point. I mean, we we are like you know, uh, you know, less than a mile away from the beach, so. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that water is hard to come by here. <laughs> yeah, a couple hundred feet at the most. And he looks over at the. Ocean and depending county. on how much, and depending on how much is evolved, it may actually have an ice attack. Ugh. Well, you know that would that it would be nice to be able to keep uh, you know keep any leftovers cold, uh, but. <laughs> no, it's, it's fangs become icy, and it uses them to bite. With. Oh well, thank you very much. Uh, you know, this is this is important pieces of information. If you're just dreaming out these dribbles and drabs here, Sonny Boy, come on. <laughs> the important stuff. Tell us the important stuff first. You know, stop stop bearing the lead, son. <laughs> I'm doing my best. All right, all right, and, all right. And you, all right. And you see, you see, Professor Michaels just look at his freeze ray rifle and he goes. This will be useful, yeah. And he just he, he holsters it. It's like, yeah, I doubt this may work. Yeah, it's probably immune to cold because it has cold, right? Um, that would probably be another Arcana check. It would for... be a, a give me an, an Arcana check, looking at his looking at Crokinoe specifically. Again, you get a plus nine altogether due to the, using the Pokédex yeah. gun. Uh, how about a twenty-six? Nice. Nice. Oh yeah, you went screaming past that DC. Yeah. Okay, come on, come on, Trav. He, he with his bonuses, he takes ten every time he makes a roll. Well, yeah. As long yeah. as there, well, there's no penalty for failure. It's just you don't make the roll. So yeah, he could. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But I'm doing it faster than that. Right. You just mm. kind of just careened past everything. Yeah, it yeah. is resistant to cold and fire. Ooh. Well, that seems that seems counterintuitive. Well, it is it is a bit is a, it's got big teeth um, and plant based attacks. Uh, vulnerability, yeah. Do you hear that? Vulnerability to electrical and plant based attacks, including wood. And where is Bulbasaur? Wood club, it'll hurt. Yeah, and I left Bulbasaur behind. And you see the professor face palm. <laughs> you just crap. Because he's both uh, plant and water. He's got some water attacks, too. Yeah. All right. I'm looking around for a for a, uh, a, a, a branch of an appropriate size that I can snap off of a tree. Uh, yeah, you're right next to jungle. You're like yeah, maybe you 20 feet from the, the tree line. So, yeah. Well, there's something. Should I make a spot check? Uh, yes, perception, yeah, please. Perception. 
All right, that's a one. <laughs> I think so far between the two the the two sessions we've run, I think I've rolled ones three times now. You rolled a one off. Wait a minute. What is your percentage? No, I, I didn't check to the adjustment, but I'm just saying. I rolled a natural it, one. It's a, it's it, a four altogether. Yeah, a plus four. Three. Yeah, four. Dude, it's a jungle tree line. I'm sure there's a branch there. Well, then I shouldn't have had to make the roll, should I? <laughs> he's finding the old rotten ones. He's not finding the good ones. He's yeah, the actually, it's more likely the other way around, John. I'm probably finding the ones that won't break. Yeah. Ah. There's that too, or probably a mixture of both. I mean, I can pull my gun out and just blast one, you know, bl- you know, just blast a hole through one of them. But I, that kind of like let everyone know where we are. Yeah. So I was kind of looking for something that I could theoretically bend back and snap, and you know. After yeah, after a while, you do find a decent sized branch to be used that's, as a makeshift club. Yeah, it's not likely to just fall apart when it hits something. Alright, I will write down club on my character sheet. Yeah, 1D, um, you have a plus 6 to strike with it, 1D6 plus 4 damage, bludgeoning, 20 times 2 crit multiplier. Yeah, I'm looking at Geodude and realizing he's, while he has no benefits, he also has no, you know, actually, Geodude, what's his weakness? Uh, Cold. Yeah. Cold. And, uh, his damage reduction, it's, I have it here as eight slash wood or steel. Yeah, so maybe Geodude's not the right one to put up against the cold using Pokemon that's just evolved. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, I'll just pull out my Pokeball. Geodude! And suck him back in. Okay. <laughs> so, just spare the club, spoil the Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, do do you actually have any of your Pokemon out at this point? Oh, the other two are out. Are out patrolling they're the. Um, they're uh, back at base camp. Yeah. yeah. Bulbasaur and Pidgey are back at base. All right, camp. so we don't actually have any with us right now, other than my Magnemite. No, I mean that are out walking around. Yeah, my Magnemite is floating next to me. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll 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 look at Magnemite and say, "Just kidding." Magnemite. I'll go over and fist bump one one of his one of his little things that sticks out from him. Magnet, yeah. Yeah, yeah those those little those little pole things he's got. The, yeah, the stink eye disappears once you do that. Yeah, <laughs> if you ever thought a Pokemon was capable of giving stink eye, this one just did. I have no doubt that a Pokemon can give serious stink eye. <laughs> oh believe yeah. me. There are some of them that are capable of nasty. Yeah. Well I guess I'll do the same thing that the Father Gill's doing and find a, a handy branch or Something to help, you know, defend myself with. So, is that another perception roll for that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Which I have unskilled. He's going to roll 20. Just watch it. <laughs> no, I rolled a 2. Oh. I feel better. <laughs> I put I, one also. You, really? you see me hanging off a branch, going back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> that branch is not moving. <laughs> And I just rolled a nat one on my perception roll to find a break. This is not. Oh, I already see how this adventure's going to go. It's a, it is. It is jungle and, and stuff. It just takes you a while to find a good. We're going to do take ten to look to find decent branches. 
Wow. This is the jungle that you want when you fall out of the plane, you know, and it just acts like a big net. Nothing breaks. It just bends and then brings you back up again. Yep. Yeah. It brings you back up, you mean. Mm-hmm. You bounce like Neo in the Matrix off the pavement. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, that could have been worse. He just brings it. It just brings him back up to the surface. It could have thrown him back up and then dropped him again and then up and dropped him again. <laughs> yeah. Again, again, our club then. Okay, so it's a plus six to attack with. Wait a minute, hold it. Um, yeah, your melee, whatever your melee is. That would be a plus two. Oh, club. Damage. I'm plus three. six. I'm the one who's the more combat-oriented person. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jeremy and my character only have plus two for melee. And damage is 1d6 plus two? Uh, no, it's 1d6. You, you don't have a strength bonus. <laughs> oh, so it's... A- Straight one D six, but yeah, we each mine's a D six plus four. Yeah, you have a decent. Gil is our heavy hitter. Okay, so each of us have broken off branches, and Harry hefts his, swings around a little bit. Uh, This will have to do. Yeah. Sorry, I I look between the two adults, and I say, "Okay, um, Padre, hey." What can I do for you? Well, um, you're big and big and brawny. Could you, you know, and I point in the direction of the tracks and the roar. What, you want me to be in front? Is that what you're saying? Yes, please. Uh, yeah, I thought that was going to happen. Okay, if we're ready to go out, move on then. Are you done looking stuff up in your Pokédex? It's already put, it's put away. Yeah, it's put away. Okay, all right, let's move on. Let's see if we can see what it is that's going on. Now, everyone, be quiet, okay? Be as stealthy as possible. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, great. Still. We're walking in sand. As stealthy as possible, huh? All right, well, I say then... Well, at this point, we're in the jungle. I don't think it's very sandy. No, we're on a beach, oh, though. We're on a beach. We're on the beach just we're still on the beach yes this is all beach okay. with a big rock outcropping maybe 10 feet out from the jungle tree line well you know okay i mean as long as the sand isn't particularly noisy it should actually muffle our footsteps all right well then it would be yes. stealth versus perception stealth versus perception huh? yeah so let me, let me uh, here let me give you just there it is. Hmm. So, there? Yeah. That's awesome. what you guys were doing stealth thing. Oh yeah, it's perception. Yeah. Perception yeah. Yeah. Alright. So another skill I don't have. Well, I have it, but unfortunately, it's uh, I'm a, I have a big minus to it. Must be wearing armor. Uh, let me see. All right, you. Yeah, um, Gil, you do have a bulletproof vest that they would have given you. Just Professor Rowan's like, we don't know what's out there. You're a heavy hitter. We want you to be protected. Give you a bullet. Okay, because you got you gave me a minus three on my stealth. That's because a bulletproof vest is a minus three armor penalty. Is it? Yes. Seems high, but okay. Get 
Well, yeah, but I mean, just wearing any it's armor other than white. Like, yeah. Kind of thing. Well, yeah, we, he he knows this, but yeah, yeah this is. It, it's right there in a little bit of blanking now. Okay, no, it's all right. Just go on. Yeah. All right. All right so. So, do we want to do that? The the worst person's deck stealth roll because if I blow it, then it doesn't even matter what the rest of you guys do. Well, both of you give me a stealth roll then. Yeah. Okay, mine's an 11 because it's 14 minus 3. Do I get my dex bonus still? Uh, yeah, well, for stealth, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a dex roll for you, so d20 plus 2. All right, so I got 11 also. Well, we're consistent. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the 17, so... Ah, so. it doesn't make any difference. We're the we're the noisy ones. You're with the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: there is also distance. So, yeah, let me. Oh, that's right. I've never seen that in the skill in the skill list. Okay, so how far are we going to go to the right of this rock outcropping, Padre? Uh, well, the rock cro- out the rock outcropping has this big um, energy disc on it, right? Well, no, no, the energy disc is to the left, eastern side. Yeah, it's to the left of the rock outcropping. I would think we would want to get pretty close to that rock outcropping and use it to at least block sight of us. Yeah, so we're kind of like sidling along it, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hunkering and, down. Yeah. Okay, so and they're going, they're going this way. That way? Yeah. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay, so they're going away from the energy disk thing. Yeah, they're going away from the portal heading uh, along where the tracks are following. Okay. It's just that they're up yeah. against the rock outcropping like this. You know, Gil's got, you know, branch in one hand, gun in the other in case, you know, things go do south and hurt. Pear shape. I love that term. I, uh, I love that term. Okay. Because it's just... <laughs> oh, yeah, well, with distance... Those are their perception rolls to our stealth rolls. Yeah. As I said, how far... I, I take it, Gil, you're taking point? Yes. That is correct. And so I'm covering six and Jerry's in the, Jeremy's in the middle. Okay. Um, what would Harry do with... What would Harry be doing with the Magnemite? Magnemite be just with him because he'd still want some Pokemon. kind of just... He's kind of behind me. I'm covering just the kind six. Of yeah. Along behind him, like. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're hiding. Oh. Well, yeah. I just. Well, no, because also remember, my Magnemite does have that electrical shock blast. Yeah. There's that. All right. Uh, how far are we going to go creeping along? Well, uh, until we see something. <laughs> Okay, then that would be a perception check for us. And don't forget that that one guy's roaring, so we that should be something give us a bonus or, or a minus to his perception roll. Well, it's he, not a continuous roar; it's, it's just the con- one roar. It was just a oh, yeah. It's yeah. not continually roaring. It's no. just roar. Yeah. Okay. So, so now it's our perception check here. Ooh. Don't like ooh. <laughs> oh, ooh isn't good. Oh. My stealth roll is a 17. My perception roll for this is a 19. That's bad. That's his perception roll. 
No, that that that's Harry's. Yeah, we're oh, looking now for them. We're looking oh. now to see we're we're following the tracks. Oh, right. So you want oh you want us to make a perception roll now? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Seven. <laughs> Get out of the way, Pastor Gill. Okay. Uh, this time I got a six. <laughs> Altogether. Ooh. So I can just see you know Professor Harry just walking out and looking. No, us two are going. What do you see? I don't know. Get out of the way. All right. <laughs> and of course, the Magnemite rolls a twenty. Non-natural. <laughs> Yeah, I'm blaming on the I'm blaming on sand being blown in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. So the turn on off herself. Magnemite starts just going off. Just going off. Magnemite, 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 pointing one of his little magnet arms off in the distance. Can't you keep him quiet, Professor? Apparently, he sees something. What? Another perception roll for the three of us. Okay. Because Maybe I'm I'll... sure that having somebody point something out would give some type of yeah. bonus. Yeah. Plus two? Yeah, plus two because so, you're being pointed at a specific direction. Okay, so we all get another visual perception check at a plus two. Okay. Maybe this time I'll roll higher. Ooh, 20. Uh, not natural, but that's... No, it's... 19. Sorry, I only get a plus one to my wisdom. 17. And me, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. About 50 feet ahead. About 50 feet ahead, you see three total aisle. So 50 oh. feet ahead along the right side along of the, the right outcropping. Along the right side of the rock formation, there are a group of three total aisle. And yeah. no... No, you do not see the. You do not see what you assume to be the croconaw. The croconaw. Okay. Hmm? Yeah. Would this be? Professor H gets a uh, you know a uh, look from Jeremy. Well, I think at this point, with the magnemite going off, they would yeah, know we're the... there. Because the magnemite yeah, is not quiet the, the about it. The magnemite is not quiet. Yeah. Initiative. Okay, we're rolling initiative. Okay, remind me, is it D20? D20 plus your initiative modifier for Father Gil. Yeah, your straight modifier for you. Yeah, I know. Roll for the Magnemite. Oh. Oh. Okay, Father Gil, or Pastor Gil, what'd you get? One. Ow. Okay, Jeremy. <laughs> That's four. Yeah. I'm counting. I'm keeping track. Four ones. And Jeremy, what'd you get for your initiative? Everyone take a drink. I got a 15. So what'd you roll? I rolled... You and I both rolled a 15, but you your character's a higher dex than mine, so you go like a millisecond before I would. Ah. Uh, all right. And what did, and what did the Toadiles roll? Lesser than us, but... Better than Father Gill. Almost anybody could have done that. (laughs) It's hard to imagine anybody rolling worse than me, but it is possible. Yeah, oh yeah, there are negative... Yeah, you can get the the negative four. It's not easy, but you can do it. 
All of a sudden. Out from, out behind, from behind the totodile. Yeah. A bigger one starts charging. Just a full full, full tilt, tilt run, yeah. Run. Yep. Or as my mom used to say, full tilt boogie. Full yep. tilt boogie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that one too. Uh, I set my um my staff against his charge. <laughs> when it's your turn. Oh, well. No, I can do that now. Oh, that's that's true. Oh, so you picked up, like, a quarterstaff type stick, not just a club. You're right. I said club. I guess I should stick with that. Okay, sorry. Well, we, I, when I think of a stick, I actually thought of it as being pretty big. So, actually, I was thinking more along the lines of a quarterstaff, but I don't want to, like, change things in the middle, but really. I was thinking about a big, long stick. It, it's charging straight at Father Gill. Okay. Master Gill. Yeah. This. Come get some. All right. You well. recognize it from what you were just looking at. This is it. Sure. Well, I, all right. I get the act before you do. So I see it charging. Yeah, but it's going right for it's Gil. It's going right for you because you're I'm right. I'm right behind Gil. I'm. I reach down, grabbing a handful, the scooping sand, and throwing it in its face. That would be an attack action, really. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's... It's its turn. Okay, so it gets the plus two for the charge. All right. Oh! Oh, dear Oh, Lord. no. Oh. Oh. oh, God. Yeah, I think you know by our sound what oh. that means. Would you roll a nat 20? Yes, yes. she did. Ugh. It was nice knowing oh. you, Pastor Gill. Hey, that's okay. I can take it. <laughs> Roll to confirm. And a nat one. Okay. <laughs> so it's not a it's not a nat twenty. It's not a, a, a critical not a crit, hit. It does but... definitely hit you. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's no question he hit me. Question is, how much damage did he do to me? Uh, let's see. A bite attack would technically be piercing, and then the cold attack on the fang. So yeah. yeah. So two separate one d sixes. He did a bite attack on a charge. I think you only get one attack. Yeah, the, the bite is its the primary bite attack. Is its primary attack. Oh. Ouch. Okay, the bite itself did not bother you, Pastor Gill, but you do take six points cold damage. Okay. Does the armor help with that at all? The armor helped with the bite, the with physical the, aspect the of the physical bite. The physical aspect of the bite. Okay. So I take six points of cold. Okay. You're down from 26 to 20, but yeah. It, it got a clamp on, like, it jumped up, got the clamp on the shoulder. But couldn't actually clamp on. You're noticing this the... is a pretty good bulletproof vest. It, it yeah. got some chompers on it. It didn't penetrate, but yeah, it's cold as all get out on that bite. <laughs> okay, so the croconaw... Yeah, what were you just talking about? <laughs> what, what was Jeremy just saying? Yeah, it's got a uh, the cold uh, ice fang, I think he was saying, yeah. Yep. Now it is Magnemite's turn. Does an electrical shock. I rolled a nine altogether. We know for a fact that... Nope. Yeah. Miss. It's just right into the sand. Yeah. Yells Magnemite, and just this crackle of energy hits and <clears throat> kicks up a bit of sand. 
Magnemite. You know, kind of bummed out. Jeremy. So I guess I'm just reaching down, scooping sand, and throwing it into that croconaw's face. Uh, roll the hit. All right, that'd be a melee, and my melee is like well, a no, plus. Oh, technically, be a ranged attack. A melee You're right. attack. It'll yeah. be a ranged attack. Yeah. Still, is, oh, it's actually better. I get a plus three to that. <laughs> You're very good at throwing things. Um, actually, no. This is messed up too here. Um, because your ability, you have a plus four for ranged. Oh, I yeah. did. Okay, plus yeah, four. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, something on your sheet here with the dex modifier is off. Something is not math, right? Yeah, I got updated. Okay. Well, so you have plus four to your d20 roll. Well, I just rolled a uh, a twenty, N not natural, just a, a twenty with adds. Oh yeah, that hits. Yeah. No so damage, but yeah, I would say the croconaw is blinded. Um, a cold shot to the eye gives all of the target's foes concealment against its attacks for one round and gives it a minus two penalty and perception checks. So yeah, it's so perception means it has twenty percent mischance, I believe, for every time it attacks now for. Until its next attack. So yeah. for the rest of this round, so, uh, yeah. You're hearing, you're hearing variations and, and torsions of croconaut, and it's it's really mad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be oh Harry's turn. Oh, okay. Harry's gonna swing for the fences. <laughs> There's a croconaut there. Yeah, it's gonna just it's yeah. Just, it, 18 on the die, plus two, non-natural 20. And did, swing and did, you, did you see you get a bonus to that because he's blinded? Well, no, I don't get any bonus to attack. No, 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 no. You get a bonus against its attack. If it attacks us, well, it's for one round. I mean, it's not going to attack until its next round. By then, the sand will have cleared out of its eyes. Okay. It, just takes, it just takes a minus two to perception checks. Yeah, um, the three totodiles are now 10 feet away from us. The croconaw is still in the same hex as Gil, but now it's trying to get sand out of its eye and it's got its chimes rung. Mm -hmm. And it's Father Gil's turn. Pastor Gil. All right. I say, and so Moses did strike the rock and... It was split asunder, and I wail on the side of this this thing with my stick. Okay. <laughs> and that is a 21. Woo! Nice. Woo! Roll damage, sir. That is eight points of damage. Oh, okay. Let's just take a look at see if we're reaching any... We're not reaching any We're not reaching. There is... Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We're getting some clocks in on it. Yep. Round one done. So yeah, the croconaut, it's it's turn again. Alright. I'm going out on a limb here, pardon the pun, but I would think this croconaut would be quite angry at us this, by now. He, <laughs> Just say angry. Yeah. Problem is, oh look, it has one well, I mean, who would it attack? See, it's got three targets so now. 
One oh. blinded it, two beat it, so it's like... But the one, it couldn't sink its teeth into. Right. So, Squishy Sorry, one. Father Gill. Hey, that's okay. Um, now, Trev, you do realize that I have uh, canny defense, right? Are you adding that to my armor class? Yeah, canny defense, I, I added it in, and right now it's still at a zero. It's, it should be I, plus one. Let me look. It's equal, to my, it's equal to my intelligence bonus or my level, whichever is higher. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. Equals their or their level, whichever is lower. Sorry. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, wait, I thought, I, yeah. I, I would have thought I'd at least have something out of it. <laughs> I have a canny defense, which gives me no bonus. Well, All in, right. in time, it'll... It'll build up. So, okay. So next, yeah, the croconaw. I would say, usually for this, my experience, I would just roll a dice to see. Okay, so one to three is who, four to six is who. It's the two other squishy subjects are Harry and Jeremy. One to three, Harry, four to six, Jeremy. Okay. Apparently, they like that number. Jeremy well, gets nommed on. Jeremy gets nommed on. Well, more than nommed. Well, yeah. So that would be three separate attacks by Claw Claw. And I've seen the draws on I've seen the pictures, man. These things got some, like, oversized maws on them. Oh, yeah. I was just looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> they don't show its full teeth. Now, it's Bruce good. and John will get this reference. If you remember the old Tex Avery cartoons when the guard dog would yawn and the mouth would just get incredibly big and it would look like a bear trap then it would close back up again? Yeah. Yep. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the bite. If you ever saw the Conehead movie when he went to the dentist, it's similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about the Conehead thing today about when the daughter ate the sandwich. Yeah. Twelve. No, the bite misses... Try the two claws. Ooh. Not with a nat one. Okay, the rule that I use that if you roll a nat one in the course of the attacks, all subsequent attacks all miss. I've heard that too. So, yeah, Jeremy, you, the crocodile just, and you're, I recognize that feminine scream of pack anywhere. That would be our very pokey master, Jeremy. No. Um, (laughs) No, it's more like a dodging back and forth. He bites, I dodge, he switches dodge and he's like ah, 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 ah. No, you managed to, to bob and weave pretty well so <laughs> all right next would be magnemite magnemite yeah. Yeah. oh another missed electrical blast right yeah again there's these charred little craters of sand near the croconaw yeah Jeremy, you're next. Now, this crocodile just tried to, to to turn you into something resembling, you know. Yeah, so- I'm gonna I'm gonna you know roll out of the way, snatching my pokeball out. Yeah. Not looking at him because I'm looking at three totodiles, which would be just as much bad news. And I'm looking at going, Geodude, I choose you, magnitude. And that would be. The earthquake power. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, for this, folks, I'm using the earthquake spell at caster level three because that's the hit dice that 
So this is a as if as if a third level wizard is casting the earthquake spell on the totodile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go over here and look, and I there you may physically hear me shudder if I read this. So you're casting it, Jeremy. You're having your geo dude cast it under the totodile. Well, I'm tossing him, so of course he's going to pop out near them. So he's basically he's going to be a lot more centered where he lands. He's landing like right in front of them. Okay. That can be done. It's only ten feet away, so throwing a pokeball that far is yeah. So basically, then he would be in between. Yeah, yeah. He'd be in between the in between them. So okay, I need to move some stuff around here because okay. So Geodude lets loose with now you're next to a rock outcropping. Yeah, I have a feeling that thing's coming down. <laughs> and as um, again, another reference that might be by Pixie, as Ed McMahon once said, "You are correct, sir." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we are going to. Yeah. I think I heard the wind whistle with how fast that flew by me. Former sidekick of a former Tonight Show host. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If you are casting Earthquake... Well, range is not a problem, but it's an 80-foot radius spread, and I think the Geodude would cast it where it'll affect the Totodiles, but not us. It would. So it would be basically the rock outcropping would fall... On them. them. Yeah. Judith would do that. They would they wouldn't deliver it Right. So So do I get to roll his casting ability or are you going to take care of that? Oh no, no, it, it it's I'm I'm handling the Pokemon as far as mm. and yeah, he so he I take it he slams his hands on the ground. It would be yeah. Geodude. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and yeah. We'll do, we'll read this directly from page 275. Cliffs. Earthquake causes a cliff to crumble, creating a landslide that travels horizontally as far as it falls vertically. Any creature in the path take, oh, 8d6 points of bludgeoning damage, <laughs> dc15 <laughs> reflex for half, and oh, it's no. 10 the rubble. I get the roll this, I get the roll this. <laughs> uh, there you go. We're three toed out, fine. <laughs> So that's a six. There's another six. So there's two sixes. Um, another that's uh, so eighteen and six and eighteen is um, hello brain. No, he's rolling the reflex saves for the three total. Okay. No, no, I'm rolling the damage. I'm rolling the damage. Oh, you're rolling the okay. I'm supposed to roll the okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that one doesn't. Oh, that's a fail. Yeah, that. that that was what I was doing. Yeah, crit fail on the save for one. Uh, yeah. No. And one more. That one makes it Well, two of them points get... of... How much? 30 points of damage. 30. 30. Oh. All right. We're going to look here at the hit points. 30. Oh. Yeah. 
Two of them. Two are definitely buried. One has been damaged. Yeah. Yep. So let don't, me, mess with, uh, don't mess with a Pokemaster. Master. And 15. They're barely there. Okay. Um, Josie, um, I will bring this to your attention as your assistant. Hmm, that would be... The one that made the reflex save took... 15 points of damage, and it has and a 12 has con. 12, so yes. that would be our DC 15 fort save for massive damage threshold that I mentioned earlier. And the fort bonus yes. is plus four. 11. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, Jeremy, all three of those Totodile drop unconscious. Two of them are buried in the rubble. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just feeling really, you know, <clears throat> yeah, T Geodude. And Harry just went, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mother of what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's now Harry's turn. That's one thing we don't have to worry about. Swing at the Croconaw. I made it by one. I don't do another two points of damage. Yeah, the Totodile aren't doing much anything. Yeah, we're just... Okay. I need to look up something for stabilization. Well, we'll, we'll find out here. Just a second. Oh, on the next turn, they make the stabilization check. Not now. Okay. Okay. So right now, yeah, they are just, yeah. Right. And Pastor Gill, your turn. That crocodile is still in your face. How would the crocodile react to the fact that it's three... Roommates, compatriots, whatever you want to call them, have just been buried. You're asking me? No, I'm asking our no, game master. Not happy. Not happy. Okay. That not is that I take it that you're being a mistress is... of euphemism right now. <laughs> Does it need to make a morale check? Type not happy. Oh. Yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah. So, yeah, it is Pastor Gill's turn, and you see now the Croconaw get very angry as it turned around. Look, I would say there'd be a lot more snarling. Yeah, it's snarling. And well, the thing is, it's at Jeremy right now, and Jeremy was the one that commanded the Geodude. Yep. I would say same as before. Just yeah. snarls. Oh, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Oh, but he's not attacking me. Yes, Pastor Gill gets to attack him first, though. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it's Pastor it. Gill's turn. Yeah, yeah. Pastor Gill. Remember me? It's, yes, your turn, sir. You see it snarling. Oh, it's not happy. <laughs> okay, uh, that is a nine. Ugh, yeah. Nope. Okay. Pokemon, Pokemon can understand, understand each other, understand from what I gather. 
Okay, so... It's a universal thing with them. They can all understand each other regardless of the dialect, so to speak. So, let me roll initiatives for them. Uh-oh. Round three. It's the Croconaw. Looking at the young Pokemaster that buried its brethren. Yep. Well, they're distant relations. The bite hits for 18. <laughs> the Croconaw, we're back up to the beginning of the I round. Know, round but is he moving away from me to attack? Um... Ooh. Well, you're all kind of surrounding him, so there's no move. He can oh, turn around. Really? Because I would have thought that the whole point was me to be ahead of the kid. And I said I rolled away, so he has yeah. to move to get to me. If he's going to move to you, that gives me an attack of opportunity on him, doesn't it? That's true, yeah. It does, but it, it's not really caring about that. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Pastor Gale, you do get a, you can clip him once real quick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On, roll at 20. Okay, that's a uh, 13. So you rolled a 7 on the die? Plus 6. So 13. On the Croconaw? Yeah. Uh, just missed him. Just misses it. Uh, ah. Yeah. So anyway, he, hits, he bites me with an 18. Yeah, and then the two claws. He's not being very inventive, is he? He's not using any of his powers. Thank God he's not using any of his powers. <laughs> it's mad. What the claw, first claw hit. Uh, a bite and a claw hit. But it's, it's caught. It was caught. Okay, re-roll. Yeah. <laughs> Just hit. Yeah, bite, claw, claw, hit, Jeremy. All three. Yep, so. might be 20 out for that roll to stay conscious. <laughs> well, let, let's... Okay, roll. Two separate for the bite. Okay, um, for the bite, four slashing, six cold, so ten altogether. Mm. Oh, so that's fine, but you still take ten hit points. You are down to eight. Yeah. Ouch. 8 HP. All right. Um, you are down to zero hit points. That means you are disabled and you can only take a move action every round now. Oh. Okay. He's mad at you, apparently. Yeah. He commanded the Pokemon that buried three of its brethren. Yeah. So that includes commanding my Geodude, but he is my special Geodude. Yeah, he is an animal companion, not just the normal ones. Yeah. Uh, for those who are wondering, in Modern Adventures, there is a feat called Animal Companion. It is if it's the Druid's Animal Companion, but due to this feat, basically John's character has an extra Pokemon. Mm -hmm. But it's like got that special attachment to him as opposed to the Bulbasaur and the Pidgey who are just like, okay, yeah, you captured us and we'll listen to you. This would be more of a beloved pet. Yep. Who can knock down buildings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Magnemite. Let's see if I can finally hit with 
No, he is still missing. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, your turn. Um, yeah. You so, I, I, so I can't do anything. Well, you can do a move action. That's it. Problem is, yeah, if you move, you try to run attack. away. It's gonna attack of opportunity. And I really can't command Bulba, command Geodude, or can I command him? Um. Uh, yeah, was, that's a, was that a thing of the fucking show? I think what? that was for what? I'm, I didn't actually look at the talking about. Uh, commanding. It'd be no. Can, well, uh, you can yell for it to do something. I mean, that's just. Yeah. Yeah. So now you said before it's possible that he can use a power that's not he doesn't have right now. I think you said that earlier on last time that it's possible him to use a power he doesn't quite have right now. Or is that did I mishear that? I think you might have misheard that, I, yeah. I think that's the you teaching him something he doesn't have right now. Yeah, that's okay. down the line, yeah. All right, so at this point, oh. uh, he's going, uh, you know, let's see. Jill, dude! Rock blast! Uh, no, no, rock throw! Yeah. Just play your rocks there now. Oh, yeah. So do I need to roll for him, or he's going, you're going to roll for him? I'll roll for Geo, dude, but yeah, I'll... It's easy to let him out. Huh? Fifteen. He hit. Hit him. Yeah. Now let's see. Okay. And one d six. Max damage, six points. Whack. Geo, dude. Whip. Crack. Smacks the crokinole right upside the head with a chunk of rock. Yeah, and I know a little Pokemon. I go, Geo, dude. Watch your language. <laughs> All right. Padre. I know. <laughs> I'm just a little busy right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, next would, yeah, would be my character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So. No, 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 I went. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. And then, Sorry. then me, I'm next. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I managed to hit with the. He takes another four. Jeremy manages to get another, or not Jeremy. Harry manages to get another smack in on the crocodile. Now. It is now stabilization rolls for the three totodile. DC 10 on check. Yeah, um, I literally, like, never done this. This years. would be a D20 plus one. You're making a DC 10 check for all three of them. No. Nope. Yes. One. Okay. And that's done. Okay, then, Gil, your turn again. Uh, Jeremy got pretty mauled up by the... I know. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I really, uh, I guess I could run in, pick him up, and carry him off and take an attack of opportunity. Or you can put your gun out and shoot him. Uh, it's not more, it's not really more damage. 
Uh, no, your gun does 2d6 ballistic. Yeah. Yes, which means that my average is going to be 7, and I do uh, a d6, which is 3.5 plus 4, which is 7.5 with a club. And I get a plus 6 to hit with it versus a plus 2 with a gun. Yeah, so, that's true. Does this thing have t- damage reduction? Uh, yeah, but wood bypasses it. That's why the club... Well, there you go. All the more reason to keep hitting him. But the point is that I'm, I'm a little concerned about Jeremy, so I could go in and grab him and carry him away and take an attack of opportunity. Yeah, grab and a run. Yeah, just pick him up and just start bolting and a bite from the... Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I'll say, guess, get out of here, guys. We didn't come here for a fight. And I'll run over and grab Jeremy and uh, use my use myself as a human shield. Yeah, Gil got a bite in, roll the 1d6 and 1d6 cold. Now, the bite most likely is not going to get through. It's going to be cold damage. Yeah, but the, the, one, another one point of cold damage on the 19, but... Snarls and takes a snap at you. Right. That was well. That was the point. That was where the cold damage should have been coming in. Yeah, right. but the you managed to now get thirty feet away from with Jeremy over your shoulder. More like in my arms in front of me because I am acting as a human shield. Yeah. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. This is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in. This is Blix. Don't hate the game, hate the players. This is Richard Tohoka. Wait till you see what's coming next. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at TriTech Games. And if you don't, we'll be having your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org, colon 8027.